something only a deity would know. What is the what meaning, is of, meaning life? of life? Oh, that's, a, that's a head scratcher right there. That's a toughie. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> Choose your destroyer. I'm sorry? Whatever you Whatever think you of, think I will take I the fall. Well, it's a good thing what I'm thinking of is episode number 25 of Fairpoint, Scarepoint, the Michael no, Myers no, no. special. Yes! And that's what Gozer it is took here. the form of. I'm so glad you got rid of Gozer and I'm back here. Well, I didn't get rid of Gozer. Gozer turned into this podcast. Did you? Did I? Didn't you? <laughs> wink. Yes, right there. That was a verbal wink. Ladies, gentlemen, goblins and ghouls, welcome to scare point number three, fair point number 25. Yeah, I, we, we've managed to stay going for 20 weeks straight. Yeah, dude, this is our 20th week weekly at the so expense of every, my sanity. <laughs> everything's at least getting out there. We're, we haven't had knock on wood. I, we shouldn't talk about this on the air. Let's just stop <laughs> <laughs> before we jinx ourselves. I got to tell you, though, man, I, I got really mad earlier this week. So, so mad. Uh, as you know, I do like Breaking Bad. You could say you were Breaking Mad? Ah, I was totally Breaking Mad. Is that all we ever talk about on this podcast? Uh, dude, breaking I know. Bad and and it's funny because I haven't even like been watching Breaking Bad, and that's what this is about. I haven't had time to watch uh, the last five episodes and there I am just on Facebook, and in my newsfeed, bam, somebody shares, uh, so I'm going to ruin it for everyone else. <laughs> no, 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 no. Same okay, mode. okay, okay. <laughs> okay, let me, let me, re- let me redo this. <laughs> How do you guys like it? <laughs> I just, <laughs> you like apples? How oh, them apples? <laughs> Thanks for fucking listening, you dicks. <laughs> I was on Facebook and somebody posted uh, an internet meme that was a hardcore spoiler for the finale oh, of the series. What and a shitload of fuck. you know what? And like, I was so enticed to want to go and read it and look at it. Uh, I knew what it was. It is one of these like. There's more to it. It's like kind of like with an article. Walter White was Siler's dad, right? 
or Silas' brother. Yeah, you know, if that was a spoiler, then that would be this would be the mo- the biggest overreaction in mankind. <laughs> if that's what the spoiler was, but it's okay because it was just a lie. Yeah, but no, well, it wasn't. It wasn't I'm a just, lie. Actually, it was true. Like, but that was a lie too. So, I mean, like, I'm not gonna tell you. I know how the series ends now without even having to see the last five. That's episodes. a shitload of fuck. And I won't. I won't read the article because, goddamn it, I'm gonna watch it first. For real, man. Don't spoil shit on your Facebook timeline. Like Breaking Bad is ruined for me now. Yeah, I can never enjoy that. Hay is for horses, sewings for seamstresses, and spoilings for dairy products. Uh, there's a lot of other things that spoil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like pork. There's a lot of other things that benefit from hay, or uh, so. What we're talking about hay? Like, is this has this become the old McDonald podcast? No, because I could talk about goats and shit. You know how sometimes like, you're, you're like, hey, and somebody goes, hey, it's for horses. Shut up. That is my most appropriate response when somebody says that to you. <laughs> well, I say it sometimes. And I, I have my other ones that I made up. Like when someone says so, I go, sewings for seamstresses. So buttons. While we were talking about going on for 20 straight episodes, remember maybe sometime last year talking about the Curse of Chucky coming out? Yes. Uh, well, it is out, and I do have to say, better than Bride and Seed. Oh yeah, that's not saying better. Much. Better than three. Okay, that's saying a little bit more. Uh, darker than one and two. That's saying something. Kind of fun. Like I would, I would consider it. It's a bad movie, but I would consider it a guilty pleasure if you like scary dolls. Really? Uh, Brad Dorf is in it as Chucky. Another cool thing about it is his daughter, which I did not know was an actress, plays the main protagonist. In the movie, and that's cool. Like the main antagonist and the protagonist is a father-daughter combo. That's okay. You don't get that often. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I didn't notice: they obviously didn't really care, or maybe they didn't notice. But uh, the very beginning of the movie, this girl, she's in a wheelchair. I'm sure they noticed, Craig. <laughs> no, there's this just this scene where she opens a door and looks in, and like it just shows her from the chest up, you know, and she's like so close to this door, and it just looks super awkward. And uh, my girlfriend pointed out. She's like, does it even? It doesn't even look like she's in a wheelchair. Like, what's like? And then like she just turns around away quickly, like in a motion that would require full body <laughs> movement. <laughs> and and we're just like, we watched it like four times in a row to make sure. I just want to be like, did, did, were they just like, you know what? It's from the chest up. You don't even need the wheelchair in this scene. They, they were just banking on people not noticing. Yeah, I think so. Well, guess shit. what? I noticed. Yeah, the jig's up. <laughs> Looks like the egg's on your face. We caught you, see? You can't be that lazy, see? No, but all in all, it, it was actually pretty fun. And I'll tell you, it took a turn that uh, in the other movies people would say, well, why wouldn't this have happened? They kind of go with that. They might have gone maybe two minutes too far in the runtime. Like, they could have ended it two, two minutes. minutes. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, because thought, okay. it's like it ends and then it ends again. I thought you were, okay. That makes sense. I thought for a minute you just meant like <laughs> the runtime was an hour two minutes and too long. Minutes? That's way too long. It guys. should have been like one forty four. <laughs> that that's a little better for my bladder. Once I hit that one forty six, you know, I'm like, ah, oh, somebody pause this shit. I'm hepped up on uh, energy drinks. If you're gonna tell, that's cool though. Chucky's cool. He's no, but yeah, cool if character. if you hate Chucky, you're gonna hate this movie. I didn't like the last two movies whatsoever. Uh, good news, I think. Judging by the ending, it kind of makes Bride and Seed uh, n- not real. Well, wasn't canon. this going to be a remake? It was originally, but they ended up making it a sequel to 3. Oh, okay. 
Okay, cool. So it's like Bride and Seed either haven't happened yet or they never happened. Got it. Yeah, so basically in short, if you liked any of the Chuckies, you would love this movie, at least for fun. It's not a good movie, but it's it's fun. Cool, I'll check it out. Fucking Pokemon The Origin is out now. Did you check it? It came out in Japan. Have you yeah, seen I it yet? I downloaded a uh, subbed version. I kind of recall you going crazy. Craig. And I was like, come on, man. You, you were... to, borrow, to borrow this from a movie, um, have you ever heard of the Holocaust? Um, I, I think I, think was, I read about it, it somewhere in maybe a Time magazine. of that. So that's a good thing? Yes. Okay, it okay, like right. It was the best thing right on. ever. Right on. Oh so it was God. faithful and done well? You have to watch it. It's you watch, amazing. You, you had it subbed? Yes. Okay. You really do have to watch it, man. So Didn't you, can, you make mention? This is what I've been waiting for for like 20 years, like... Oh my god. Didn't you say there wasn't a subbed version? That you didn't think there was going to be it a subbed version? Without, no, no, no. It just came out and no one had subbed it yet. Because that's what happens. It comes out and then the fans sub it. Okay, right. By subbed, if anyone's... It means subtitled. I think just, anybody just that case. listens to podcasts knows what subs are. Uh, we're not talking about the woofers in your car. We're an informative podcast, man. <laughs> True. Informative and delicious. But really, dude, you'll love it. It's so good. The, the battles are amazing. It, it, it's so by the game, it's ridiculous. As a fan of the game, there's so many little things that'll make make you happy. The character of Red is great. If anyone doesn't know what Pokemon The Origin is, it's a four-part series, which I watch as the movie. It's an hour and a half long. It's all about Red. It's based on the original two Pokemon games. It has nothing to do with Ash and Pikachu. It does not take place in that world. It is not that type of animation. Yeah, suck at it fans amazing. of the show. Fuck that stupid show that does not do this world justice. You that hear is that? not what the fans picture you hear in their that? heads when they're playing. This movie is, and it's beautiful. I think, I really hope you didn't alienate potential listeners. Well, I hope I did. That makes they're one like, of us. You know what? We've been down with every single thing that you've said, but now you've gone too far. <laughs> Unsubscribe. That makes one of us. How dare you insult that awful, awful show. Uh, so should I watch this for... Yeah, dude. Um, I think you'll dig it. Maybe some inspiration. I just want you to know what I see in Pokemon. Okay. And you'll watch okay. it and you'll be like, okay, that's... I mean, I, it, you won't fully know what I see in Pokemon, but I think it'll be a little closer. You know my girlfriend's a huge Pokemon fan of the, of the no, original games. Yes, you did. Okay. Oh. Sorry, You Sarah. didn't? Well, looks like me and Sarah got a lot to talk yeah, about. Should, uh, you think she would like it then? Does she mind reading subtitles in movies? I'm sure if it was for a faithful Pokemon representation, totally. she might not mind. No, I found two versions. One version, I didn't like the subtitles that much. Like, there was one random Spanish subtitle out of nowhere. I don't know. They, they, they were inconsistent. The version I got, they were very bare-bones translations, so you okay, do have can, to deal with, like, can I just Fushigi ask Dane instead of Bulbasaur and Takeshi instead of Brock, but... You'll, you'll get the gist of it. How difficult do you think it would be to watch a movie that's spoken in a language you don't understand and then subtitled in a different language that you do not understand? <laughs> <laughs> it's too distracting. I don't know. Actually, that might help me because I can pick out little bits of Japanese and even more of Spanish. Okay, but I just said to the so, average person, they, they don't know Japanese and Spanish. If it was like, and ¿Dónde está? I'd be like, yeah, where is? Everybody knows ¿Dónde está? Dónde está. El center de Pokémon. Okay, let's say it was... Where is the Pokémon? It was uh, part Swahili and the other the subtitled was in Norwegian. 
<laughs> I know how to curse in Hindi. Don't do it. No, I'm, I'd be revealing the secrets. I'd the <laughs> Hindi Freemasons will. Uh... Does that exist? No, I don't think so. I don't <laughs> think that there's a Hindi. No, no, go go ahead. I don't even want to know. Like, don't let anybody know what you what you said means, but say it. Oh really? Say the swear word in Hindi. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, if we, how how if we have any listeners that are like. Fuck, now people are going to know what I'm saying when I'm on the bus and cursing at someone. Sorry, dude. Yeah, well, you know well, what? There's also, there's so many different languages in India, though. Like, there is no one language for India. Like, every state has its own language. So what I'm saying very well may not be big outside of, like, the state. The I guarantee I you it's from. not big outside of the United States <laughs> or inside of the United States. All right. Now... Mind you, I was told when given this that this this word is like a sword. This isn't how they put it to me, but it's how I used it. You have to be very careful with it because you're building the shit up so hard. I want to use it so bad. Use it. They're like, you don't use it lightly. It's not like how you guys call each other motherfuckers and stuff. Like this is what they said to me. You know, you don't you don't just call somebody this. Like you you better be willing to fucking like block a punch. Can I just give it a guess? A guess to what it means. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Banjo You goat fucking little bitch. No. Not even close. It's it's their version of motherfucker. It means sister fucker. Okay, so they someone fucking your sister is worse than fucking your mom? I don't think they thought about it that way. I think they just had their own insult, but it might have maybe like incestual connotations. I don't know, dude. Oh I don't know, I didn't ask him. But uh you don't just say that to people though. People so you you only say seriously. that. Well, chances are you're going to say it to somebody that doesn't know what it is. They're going to be like, "Excuse me." <laughs> Do you I, have well, something when they in told your me throat? That, I think they mean like you don't just walk up to an Indian dude and say that, or like if oh. you're hanging, you know what I mean? Like they will not laugh. Like it's not like you and your friends calling each other motherfuckers or something. I got you. They don't have uh, trailers in India where they go like, "He's one bad bandrood." <laughs> <laughs> Nathan! Yes. Did you watch 24 or like the show? I've never watched 24, not once. Oh, that's a shame, because I'll be honest with you. Not with a mouse, not in a box, not with a fox. You take it easy there, Dr. Seuss. Not with an alligator, not... <laughs> That's a shame. Uh, I'll be honest. I didn't watch TV for a while or TV shows. I thought they were lame, and 24 pulled me back in to actually noticing that there were good ones out there. Oh, okay. I love Kiefer Sutherland. Uh, you love him so much, why don't you marry him? Oh, trust me, you. I would if I could. <laughs> <laughs> good answer. He would be able to take care of me. I went to a stupid podcast. What? You would be able to take care of you and you wouldn't have to do this stupid podcast. We're not making any money off it. Speak for yourself. What? Are you have you sold the rights to this podcast? Uh, you know what? I'll know I'll let you it. know. Uh, you know what? Let's just move on. I didn't I didn't I didn't mean Universal anything. Universal Pictures. <laughs> Fairpoint movie. <laughs> Starring Morgan Freeman as Nathan Capiser. John Travolta as Craig Lewis. 
Uh, yes. Uh, Marquis. Aziz Ansari's New Era. <laughs> Hologram Tupac as Tommy Lincoln. Philip Seymour Hoffman as Blurry Photos, Dave Stecco and David Flora. As both of them? An Academy Award winner, Kathy Bates as Brandon Dyer. Okay, yeah, well, back to 24. I mean, basically this news story wasn't me just sucking its dick. (laughs) Apparently, they're coming out with a new miniseries on Fox, reprising 24. I was about to say, what else is new? (laughs) Called Live Another Day, and yes, Keep It Southern will be back as Jack. Bauer. It's called. It's called Live Another Day. Yeah, uh, two characters from previous seasons were just. That's even more. Basically than, that's, quoted that's, to that's come more back. More than the to... amount of words they changed from it being a James Bond movie. <laughs> um, I think it all means the same. Ooh, live another day. Anyway. <laughs> I wanna live for another day. Okay, this this is. <laughs> This is a failure. <laughs> this is the worst news story ever. Hey, we've gotten, like, two requests. One of them was to do a Power Rangers episode. We still haven't granted that motherfucker's request. That's going to that, happen. That poor little There's gonna be a Power Rangers of month. a man Jude is... I haven't there. told you that yet, but there will be a Power Ranger month. Oh, you haven't told me that yet. Okay. Well, happening. That's our present to him. But the only, one of the only other requests we got was that I sing more. And God damn it, we've been living up to that request. I guess we have. I even joined the party too a little bit. Not all the time. You're 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 a terrific singer, Nathan. Just continue. Oh, I'm sure. New era. Step aside. Okay. Point of the story. Twenty four is back, and I'm happy. <laughs> is Jack Bauer Siler's brother? Everybody's Siler's brother. <laughs> Okay, you love haunted houses. <laughs> I don't know. I have the giggles tonight. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Nathan, you love haunted houses, right? <laughs> and you're calling me giggly. Would you ever go to a naked haunted house? Do I have to be naked? You have to be naked. No. Well, I mean, unless you were an employee there, then you're clothed, and this is real. Hell no! The people that are in the haunted house aren't naked too. No, just just the people going in. In Sinking Springs, Pennsylvania, there's a new kind of haunted house, and it's exactly what I just said: naked haunted house. Apparently, well, I'll be sinking away from that, not springing towards it. Oh, I'm sorry for that. Take it or leave it. <laughs> Apparently, they say being naked adds an extra aura of vulnerability and fear. Oh, does it? A little bit, yeah. I don't know. If, I don't know. I mean, where do they get their science from? Wikipedia. There's no way being. Can you naked just imagine, makes like, you feel more vulnerable and afraid. Think of an 18-year-old boy uh, working there, you know, wearing, like, a Jason mask or whatever and being fully clothed, first off. Uh, 
with his girlfriend, and he's like, honey, I'm going to work, and she's like, the fuck you are. <laughs> right? Like, you're not going in there. All you're going to do is be looking at naked girls. You are getting a new job. And I'm like, serious. Dude, seriously, people go to this? I guess Just so. How many people go in at a time? Like, Well, I mean, I, th- I think they have to pay an extra group rate on parties over six. Well, so you're going in with your party. There's no one else going. It's not like it's not like next, next in line. Come on, off with your trousers. Well, Get your ass in there. Get your naked ass in there. Otherwise known as The Shape, Michael Audrey Myers is a fictitious serial killer from the horror series Halloween. Created by Deborah Hill and John Carpenter, this character has an empty gaze that could only be described as pure evil and a penchant for knives. While he may not have birthed the slasher flick, he certainly set the bar for all that followed. He didn't? I thought he did birth the slasher flick. Oh, uh, no, that would be Leatherface. Uh... Gotcha. I see what you did. I, yeah. I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down. I, I'm, I'm, I'm putting buying down what you're selling. Tightly. I'm eating what you're serving. That's good. Can you also leave 20% at the end? I'm, yeah, I'm tipping what you're requesting, <laughs> what you're expecting. Fair enough. How far can we stretch this? Uh... <laughs> okay, so yeah, John Carpenter really gets this idea for a Michael Myers character that's just like this crazy, sick mental patient. When he was in college, he went on a little field trip to a state asylum. Michael Myers did, or John Carpenter? John did? Carpenter did. Okay. <laughs> I'm having. A, I didn't remember Michael Myers going humming to college. Humming a, humming a, humming a. Was this uh, one of those straight to DVD uh, like American Pie releases? Yeah. Like yeah. Michael Myers. Michael goes to college. Delta Kappa Delta Adventures or something. I don't know. Michael Myers joins a fraternity. He kills everybody in the fraternity. <laughs> You're in, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, John Carpenter went to a mental institution, and it was like a home of extremely ill mental patients, severe schizophrenia and whatnot. What most mental institutions are. Well, I'm wondering what classes he's taken in college, like psychotherapy or I don't know. No, he just had a really eclectic film theory professor. There was this boy particularly that caught his eye that was like a 12-year-old kid that was – schizophrenic and catatonic and like he basically mirrored young Michael Myers yeah doesn't that mean he he can't like isn't that like being in a coma like he's almost the same way young Michael Myers was in the movie like what does catatonic mean does that mean I thought you can't like it just means he's not really responsive but like he he'll move around I, I'm pretty wow. sure there's a sl- small difference between catatonic and comatose. Well, there would, of course, there is, or else they'd be the same. But like, he's just not really responsive. He's got a blank That's stare. That's interesting. I've never really thought about that. I guess the actual definition. Okay, of am I right? Because I'm, I'm, could be called out here. Is of relating to 
being resembling or affected by schizophrenia characterized especially by a marked psychomotor disturbance that may involve stupor or mutism, negativism, rigidity, purposeless excitement, and inappropriate or bizarre posturing, characterized by a marked lack of movement, activity, or expression. So, yeah. Yeah, I was right. Dude, that's a beastly fucking definition right there. Yeah, that was that's a lot. So, that really creeped out John Carpenter. I mean, he was looking at this kid, and he's, like, thinking that there was, like, some evil behind there, and that sparked the idea to create this character. Dude, just because a kid's fucking catatonic doesn't mean he's evil. What a heartless bastard. That kid had a fucking condition. Yeah, well... And here's John Carpenter with his prejudiced ass, like, Oh, God, get him away from me! Why didn't you say this about Wes Craven and the old homeless guy? Because that guy was trying to break into his house and kill him. You don't know that. He was just staring at him. No, he was just walking down the street and then saw him and then decided he'd come into the fucking apartment building after thrusting his head towards him. (laughs) I thought you were going to say thrusting his pelvis. That would be way more intimidating. (laughs) Hey, kid. Uh, uh. Yeah, that's right. That was really the inspiration behind Freddy. He didn't mention that part. If you have no idea what what we're talking about, go watch the Freddy Krueger episode. Scare go point watch one. the Freddy Krueger episode. <laughs> go listen to the Freddy Krueger episode. Scare point one. No, no, but seriously, I know the kid could have a condition, but if you saw a kid that was just like staring at you and didn't move, like, you'd be like, okay, it's kind of creepy. Another interesting thing. We all know with these masked man serial killer movie series, multiple people play the roles. I th- I found it interesting that that three people played Michael Myers in the first movie alone. Oh wow! Yeah, was one of them James Earl Jones? Zero of them were James Earl Jones. Actually, no. James Earl Jones did his voice. Um. Well, he doesn't talk exactly. He... Did he do the breathing? Nick Castle played Michael throughout the majority of the movie. And then in the final couple scenes, it was Tommy Lee, not Jones, but Wallace. So Nick Cannon and Tommy Lee Jones played Michael Myers? And Tony Moran. And do you actually remember the scene where his mask gets taken off briefly? And you briefly catch a glimpse of his face? In the first movie? Yeah. It was like a two-second glimpse of his face. That's not where he takes his mask off. Well, it gets pulled off Okay, yeah. by Laurie at the end. And he puts it back on. Uh, I've well, only that's, seen this movie like once. That's Tony Moran. That's a shame because I, I consider it one of my favorite horror movies. I watch the series as much as I dislike the later half of the series. I watch it all around Halloween. So it's, I mean, it's getting time. I've already watched the first two. It's a, it's a fantastic horror movie. I consider it one of the best, but I don't consider it one of my favorite. Fair enough. That's a, it's, that's a, uh, it's all right to me, I guess. I, I guess I can accept that. Yeah, I mean, as far as favorites are just personal preference, I like watching right. Robert England as Freddy more because I, that character appeals to me. But I think that Halloween is probably a caliber above it as far as ranking them well, in I terms feel like... of cinematic value, maybe. Okay, I'll, I'll buy it. They were both pretty low-budget movies at the time. One thing I do really like about... Michael Myers as a character is that for a man that doesn't speak anything there's so many layers to his character like mostly mystery well he is an international man of mystery do you think he's ever going to do a uh, sequel to Wayne's World again I hope not because I really 
feel like that comedy was more a product of the 90s and it wouldn't hold up 20 years later. Yeah, I, I, find, it, I find it crazy, though, that that's the same person that played Wayne. That is also, not. <laughs> like, no, dude, fun fact. Fun fact. Michael Myers was not only the killer in Halloween, but he was Fat Bastard, Dr. Evil, Austin Powers, Goldmember, Cat in the Hat. No, 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 no. That didn't happen. Played a character of the same name. It wasn't Dr. Seuss's. That's a timeless character. I think he was pretty much playing Robin Williams in that movie. Yeah, it did, it did seem like that. I haven't even seen the movie yet. Mike Myers as Robin Williams. I refuse to watch that movie. Uh, I got stuck watching it with my nephew, and I did not care for it. No, sir. I, I would have told my nephew to eat a dick. <laughs> that is the last time you were allowed to babysit or see your nieces and nephews. I'm not watching this shitty-ass movie with you, you Oh, shit. Why don't you go play with your stupid Pokemon cards upstairs? No. I was about to say, dude, I got so many better fucking children's movies we can watch. Eat a dick. We are not <laughs> watching Cat in the Hat. <laughs> Nor are we watching Eat Jim Carrey's A you Christmas a Carol. Book. And, I, and I throw some Dr. Seuss the at him. books are boring. I drop some science on him. Basically, Craig, what I'm saying is you're a bad uncle. I'm just joking. <laughs> I saw it as nap time. <laughs> Craig took a nap. <laughs> that was that was my Finally vacation. Let Michael Myers raise my nephew. <laughs> okay, I really know. I feel like if we let this continue, Child Protective Services are going to take well, guess, my nephew no, away. It would, it would only be raising if it was your your sister allowing. Well, she allowing lets him them watch the worse movies than but that. Like, but if it was you, then it would be it would be letting Michael Myers babysit your children. Which sounds still pretty lame. That's pretty much what that the movie fake cat was. in the hat actually babysitting children. Yeah. Uh, I I feel like you're a little confused though because those Honestly, are two different Michael Myers. Yeah, man. Michael. The defining image of Michael Myers from Halloween is way less scary than the defining image of Michael Myers from the Cat in the Hat, or is, from Austin Powers. Horrifying nightmare fuel right there. But yeah, I do think it's crazy. Like I don't understand why would they let a serial killer make so many movies see at first i was just kind of like playing along with you now i'm starting to think that you actually think that these are the same peoples this why would they let a serial killer be on snl for a few years the birds of a feather do you know what a group of owls is called See, there's murder of crows. I thought we were going to talk about Michael Myers. <laughs> yeah. Now we're talking about comedians like, and owls. and they're, 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 For the record, they're called a parliament. So, giant elephant in the room here. Dude, Halloween 3. That's, that's not a nice way to talk about my roommate, Craig. <laughs> that was very rude and impolite. I was talking about the one I'm seeing on my left. That's my right. That's my, yeah, you're right. My left. Stage. Yeah, I am right. Stage left. Stage left? Anyway. No, Halloween 3 didn't have Michael Myers in it. I'm sure by now most people know, but a lot of people might not know yet. Do you think Rob Zombie is going to remake Halloween 3 season? Halloween 3 is going to be made. It's in production right now. Halloween 3D, I I don't think Rob Zombie signed on for it, though. But it's going to be about Michael Myers. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's going to be a continuation. It's not going to be Season of the Witch. I think it would be hilarious and awesome if they had Michael Myers remake Season of the Witch and Uh, Halloween 3. Because you know what would be funniest? Would be that modern-day audiences would be equally confused. Right. You know what I mean? They'd be like, what the fuck? Why isn't it about Michael Myers? And cinephiles would be like, (laughs) 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 Fucking lizards. It's about Halloween masks that eat you. Well... It's not about Michael Myers because the original wasn't about Michael Myers peons. Why are you talking to me, random person who goes to the movies by themselves? <laughs> Touche. You win this round, cool person who goes no, to the movie with that's... girls. No, some people might not know that originally the Halloween series was just supposed to be an anthology series that was, you know, a scary story. John Carpenter didn't finish the story in the first one. He finished it in the second one. And then, you know, the third one, he was going to start a new story. Well, no. It was going to be... Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, it was going to be an anthology series from the start. Yeah. It just so happened that it took two movies to get the first story out. Well, they wanted to do another Michael Myers thing, so they did that second. And then he was like, okay, well, now it's my my turn to do something different. By that point, though, people were expecting... Were expecting Michael Myers. And it's sad... I will. I beg you, cheesy as it is, it's still a good standalone movie. Give it a shot without the implication that Michael Myers is supposed to be in it because it's Halloween. I'm still looking forward to Rob Zombie's remake where we find out that the Halloween masks had abusive parents. And, well, see, uh, that's that they, where... That they grew up white trash and that that's why they uh, do the evil <laughs> things they do. The Halloween masks. It was a person that cre- it was like moon chips or whatever, sacred boulder White chips. White trash moon chips <laughs> with greasy, dirty hair. With ranch dressing, lots and lots of ranch. Oh, I want some white trash now, not the people, but the like, Chex Mix candy thing. Oh god, that'd with the be chocolate awesome and the right mud now. chocolate or whatever. Yeah, we're talking about Chex Mix now. Before we start into this, as you would call it, a biography, just so everybody knows what we're dealing with here. There's a couple quotes that stick out in my mind from Mr. Dr. Sam Loomis about Michael Myers. This is the person we're dealing with. I met him 15 years ago. I was told there was nothing left. No reason. No consciousness. No understanding. And even the most rudimentary sense of life or death, of good or evil, right or wrong. I met this six-year-old child with this blank, pale, motionless face and the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. I spent eight years trying to reach him and then another seven trying to keep him locked up because I realized that what was living behind that boy's eyes was purely and simply evil. He's been here once tonight, and I think he's going to come back. I'm going to wait for him. Well, Craig, thank you for your pleasant words. (laughs) Ah... I really enjoy that. That was like <laughs> compliment of the night. <laughs> oh, yes, Mr. Donald Pleasance is Dr. Sam Loomis. So yeah, this, this is one really twisted individual we're dealing with here. The story of Michael Myers itself actually starts with the Feast of Sam Hain. Sam who? Sam what? Sam Hain. Winkenbox. Winkenbachen, Salmon, Hainan, Haddonfield, and. That's Halloween, right? That is. One of the roots of Halloween. Yeah, that's. I mean, Halloween. We're eventually going to get into this. 
But, yeah, that's one of the roots of Halloween. The day, not the movie. It was a celebration well, both, by pagans. Halloween has tons of roots, more than just one. And but. there's one specific cult of Thorn that resided, and a boy was born when the stars aligned, or whatever shit those assholes believed. Also known as um, Thur- Thurazaz? Thur- Thurazaz? Yeah. <laughs> What you said. I'm not going to try to pronounce this that. cult, what they like, they were like Druidic or something? Uh, Celtic Druids. Okay. They basically prayed, you know, to Satan and... That doesn't sound Druidic at all. Well, well I guess that's how Some Druids, maybe. It. Yeah, some It'll people be, might. Yeah, totally <laughs> different. <laughs> You're like... Finish each other's sentences. No. <laughs> Jew. <laughs> Worshipped Satan. Yeah, no, yeah, that's yeah, not yeah, where you're yeah. going with that. No, okay. Killed baby. No, no. Oh. <laughs> Worship nature. Same thing. Killed babies. Worship nature. That's, you know, so so close. This just will. This is some people's interpretations, okay? <laughs> this, this cult kind of had their eyes on a prophet that would come and bring destruction what turns out to be a Mr. Michael Audrey Myers. He was, like, prophesized about? Yeah, that's why they, they followed him. They had a very strong belief in this ancient Druid curse that sort of represented this demon that spread sickness and uh, madness and stuff like that yeah. amongst different Druidic tribes. And in order to protect themselves against it, each of the tribes had to curse one child from their tribe and then that child would offer the blood sacrifice of its next of kin on Halloween you know it was Samhain the feast of Samhain yeah okay yeah so I guess turns out baby Michael Myers Mikey Myers uh, not so lucky ends up getting cursed with this mark and something about it you know it just dwells and resonates inside this child yeah I guess the uh the actual runic symbol of that curse. The line with the kind of triangle. is uh, it, it, It's supposed to reference a constellation of stars that appears on Halloween sometimes. Sometimes. Enigmatically, no actual pattern, but that's when Michael Myers shows up. And I guess it happened enough to spawn seven sequels. Apparently. Or six, technically. So the first time... I guess these stars aligned and sent Michael Myers into a hapless state, I guess. Uh, He was only six years old. Like, that's crazy. 1963. This kid was born in 57. You know, his parents left for the night to go out to a party. You know, getting babysat by by his big sister Judy, kind of a bitch. Uh, Didn't really care about him that much. Was more interested in hooking up with her boyfriend because she's a teenager. At least she took him trick-or-treating, you know? Dude, that should be enough. Most teenagers won't even do uh, that. Fun fact, he likes to stalk her, apparently. Michael Myers. Yeah, and he, he's just watching his big sis making out with her boyfriend and then go upstairs to, you know, do the... What are the what are the kids calling it these days? Horizontal polka? Not these days. Some days. <laughs> I don't know about that. Maybe in the 50s? Kids oh, yeah, in the right timeline? It was the 60s. If yeah, you 60s. Not so much love there. Those, so those kids go to hook up, and he decides to go in, grab a kitchen knife, and in the time it takes him 
to walk inside the house, grab a kitchen knife, and pause at the at the front steps. This kid has already gone in, done his business, dressed back up, and is out the door. What kid? The boyfriend of his big sister. Okay. Danny. So she's just alone. So now she's alone. Yeah. Okay. Now it's interesting. Like, is it the curse? But like. It's interesting that at six years old, he had a grip on the concept. I mean, we don't know how much he understood about it, but he Sex? knew that, no, that or, grabbing a knife and, oh, you know stabby I mean? equals like, hurty, yeah. Yeah, like, that's interesting that, like, how did he learn that? Did he learn that somewhere, or is that just the curse? Like, well, I feel like, yeah, it could be the curse. Like, it's just a drive telling him, do this, do this. You know, if you grab that sharp thing, you will cause pain. And also, seeing how... He's just a six-year-old. You know, he had the wherewithal to be like, wait for the boyfriend to go. He's going to be quick. <laughs> <laughs> I know his type. <laughs> get in, get out, whatever. Can you imagine the psychotherapy that this this kid, this Danny guy, had must have gone through? Like, uh, I just had sex with this girl, and she died within five minutes after I left. And, you know, he, he must have been questioned. I killed her with my cum. I don't know if that's what he thought. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe he did. Oh, my God. My cum stabbed her in the chest four times. Seven. Seven. Oh, oh there's an actual... Jeez. Craig's serious about his fucking John Carpenter. I'm pretty sure it's seven. <laughs> Let me Google real quick. Yeah, we'll go with seven, just because I said so. It's a good number. It is. It's a good round it's, number. It's a horrible number of times to be stabbed in the chest, but... Other than like eight, nine, ten, or beyond, that's like my least favorite number of times to be stabbed in the chest. <laughs> that that's a bad number. I mean, I personally, I think my my worst one would be one. I don't know, man. I, personally, me, if I had to be stabbed in the chest any amount of times, be zero. Well, is yeah, that a real if, number? But to use. I don't think it's an actual amount of times. That's the problem. So I, I, I would I would I think I'd have to go with one. Okay, well, you're still getting stabbed in the chest. Yeah. You're losing a lung. Would you rather get stabbed in the chest once or twice? Uh, neither, honestly. That's like, not, that doesn't answer my question. That that, that completely uh, okay. ignores the so, fact that I said, would you rather? So I guess, sure. One. Sorry, I, that's one of my pet peeves. You can't answer a would you rather question with neither. Well, I did. It's the whole point of the, no. It's the whole point of the question. I don't like this game. He kills her and then just meanders downstairs and out in the front yard and just kind of hangs out there till his parents come home and then they see him with blood all over him holding a knife and he's just like staring blankly like a creep. Yeah. Yeah, so he gets picked up and put into, I believe it's Smith Grove Sanitarium. And he was assigned a psychiatrist named Dr. Sam Loomis. Now, Loomis saw this kid for 15 years and you heard the quote I said before he spent he spent 8 years trying to reach him and another 7 trying to keep him locked up yeah 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 he saw in him that that there was nothing but evil and terror this kid didn't talk he uh, didn't say anything he was just comatose fuck (laughs) (laughs) he was just catatonic (laughs) we just discussed this and 15 years go by, do-do-do-do-do, same, you know, horse and pony show. Of him being locked up in the asylum? Yeah, just doing nothing, just staring at the wall. Kind of boring, if you ask me. But, 
Now he's 21. It's 1978, October 30th. He is in line to be transferred to a more minimal security place because he's been like you know a, stu- a stud patient. He hasn't okay. done shit, you know. And Dr. Loomis is so adamant about not letting him go that he needs to stay locked up and locked away and they shouldn't transfer him or they should put him in a more higher security place. Doctors don't see, you know, the board doesn't see any reason to, obviously. If only they listen to him. Uh, They go to transfer him to this less secure place and there's just all these patients running around. Of course, it's a rainy night because, you know, why isn't it? It has to be. It's just... Stars have aligned, right? Uh Yeah, I guess they have. Or they're and about to. Turns out Michael Myers was just waiting for this moment. He breaks out, he could have broken out at any time he wanted. Not only does he break out, but he lets all the patients out too. Oh really? Yeah. That, that was awful nice of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, Hey guys, just you know, run in circles out in the yard. Because that's all they did. What uh, a sweet horror. <laughs> and he writes the one word on his door before he leaves. Uh, let me guess. Sister. Cry, little sister. <clears throat> Wrong movie? I guess. I don't know what, what that was. Really? I just know you need to sing more. Lost Boys. Uh, I didn't, yeah, I guess. I don't know the soundtrack to Lost Boys, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> no, that no, was DuckTales. Apparently you don't know the soundtrack to Lost Boys. <laughs> that was DuckTales. <laughs> I, I know that Lost one. Boys. Woo! <laughs> da, da, da. Every day they're out there biting people. Lost Boys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that works too. <laughs> <laughs> no, so Loomis and a nurse, uh, they were going to make the transfer. And they see all these crazy people, you know, outside. He tells her to stop the car. He goes, check it out. And while he's outside of the car, Michael basically hijacks the car. And this is interesting because he's been locked away since he was six. He's never driven. <laughs> but he drives Yet, perfectly He's well. probably never even ridden in a car since he was six. There's got to be something else behind it. There's, there's no way some, though. you know, what if he was just, he couldn't just be some freak show that has this inane ability to function at adult levels. He gets away. Now, Loomis is left with the cleanup here at the sanitarium the next morning. And he's like, he's going to Haddonfield. And the other doctors are like, what, how could you know that? Like, have you not been listening to this guy? Like... What? <laughs> just just listen to the man, and none of this... Well, it probably would have happened. It was destined to happen. The stars were aligned. If only everybody just listened to Loomis, in a nutshell. Now this whole town is fucked. Uh, he, apparently he's going after his sister. Turns out he had a younger sister that he didn't finish the job with. Her name is Lori Strode. Uh-huh. Played by the Jamie Lee Curtis. First role first role uh, gave her stardom. He does visit his old haunt, you know, the Myers house. He steals his dead sister's tombstone, which is weird. 
Yeah, I would say stealing your dead sister's of course, tombstone being could be Halloween, the the caretaker just thought nothing of it. Thought it was punk kids. You know what? What? What gives them the right? You know. <laughs> <laughs> Desecrate a grave. And it's just kind of weird because Lori kind of gets this feeling that somebody's following her. That is weird because somebody's following her. No, you know and what? Somebody That's really not is weird following at all. Her. No. Uh, <laughs> could be could be a possible crush, Ben Tramer, but you know, only in the movies would would your crush actually be stalking you. I don't think that's only in the movies. Your crush stalks you? Oh, the person you, you have a person crush you have on. a crush on is one that's stalking you? No, in real life it's the, cre- <laughs> <laughs> the creepy one that will tie you up in the basement that's actually stalking you. Turns out that used to be my crush. No. Uh, not anymore. Hey, maybe that's what you're into. <laughs> yeah. Of course, she plays it off as nothing, and it is what it is. Whatever. I promised my girlfriend I would never say that statement it is what it is because it's just so stupid because of course it is well no but that's actually one of the most uh, that's that's the meaning of life right there like you asked me earlier well you didn't but Zul asked me earlier which should have been Gozer I don't fucking know what, whatever they were both here <laughs> I thought there was no Zul there was only Gozer <laughs> and Zul I mean wait <laughs> or vice versa I thought matter. there was only Zul anyway no, that's pretty much the meaning of life. It is what it is. And that may sound like uh, simplistic minimalism, well, but it's Life not. is simplistic. It's, 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 it's not. No, if you, <laughs> if you can all. really wrap your head around that, it's the most liberating, beautiful thing ever. I refuse to. <laughs> that's okay. You're, you're with 99.9% it is what it isn't, of whatever. the population. So. Yay, I'm a 99%er. <laughs> so, I don't know... Mike, it's like Michael's just biding his time, trying to creep her out, which works. Sca- you know, scaring the crap out of her, make her feel like she's being followed. She's got to babysit some kids, and that puts a little more terror into the mix. Now you're putting kids in harm's way, you know? A little boy named Tommy Doyle, he he's going to get traumatized for life uh-huh. uh, by this. And Michael's not completely done with him yet. <clears throat> uh, but... In the meantime, he decides, you know, to kill this girl's friends. All of them. And their boyfriends. Because fuck them. And then he finally takes it after his sister. Now, mind you, Lori doesn't know that this is her brother. Loomis doesn't know that they're brother and sister, which is kind of fucked. Because you would think being his doctor for 15 years, he would know who all his siblings are. (laughs) Yeah, wow, what an oversight. And and you think that might have helped in locating this man. Seriously. <laughs> like, why oh, did, sorry, did you try, we... Uh, did, you, did, we you, did you try pulling out his file, Dr. Loomis? We maybe? kept this away from you. We didn't think it was important. Ugh, our bad. I didn't think I had to ask you if you checked his file, but apparently that was an oversight on my part. <laughs> that was, yeah. What happened was they purposely took it out of his file they erased oh. it from from existence so the girl wouldn't live with a stigma attached to her but really I it's a fucking medical it. file that only doctors would have known about i always knew the permanent record was a myth well it, i mean it's a doctor's file that only doctors would know <laughs> doctor's <laughs> file <laughs> <laughs> Like only doctors will, will would see this, so <laughs> that's why they call it a doctor's file. <laughs> it is for doctors. <laughs> oh, 
Would you rather I say patience file because it belongs to the patient? Uh, but then again, Medical it is file, a, maybe. it is know. an extremely small town, and you know people gossip. So whatever. Oh my God! Did you hear about <laughs> Michael Myers? Oh no, I did not. Family. I'm telling you, girl. That boy is trouble. I'm telling you, he is trouble. He killed he, his whole darn family. Everyone except that little Lori girl, but I, well, mean, I don't he, even think she knows. Well, see, the thing is, people say he killed his parents. But don't I be heard, ridiculous. He was I six heard, years old. I don't believe none of this, they, y'all. They, they died of a broken heart. Can't nobody die of a broken heart? That ain't how biology works. It's more about the spirit. Y'all need to go back to school. Y'all need to learn about Jesus. <laughs> well, everybody need to learn about Jesus. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. <laughs> Better make some. <laughs> Without the crank dabbing his forehead. <laughs> it's just not the same. Oh. I got a bake sale coming up. <laughs> Gotta go, Marlene. So anyway, go on. You were telling me about that Michael Myers kid. <laughs> yeah, he's fucked. <laughs> so, kids are scared shitless. Lori's scared shitless. She just thinks this fucking big-ass creep in a... Is that a William Shatner mask? You know, is out to get her. Like, and she's now stabbed him once, twice. I think she thought correctly. He is the boogeyman. He was out to get her. What do you think he was doing with that knife? What? Well, what? Well, what would you call it? A man chasing you, knocking on your door with a knife, coming in. I would call it an interesting Saturday night. I call that. I would. I would call that. He's. He's out to get her. Use, I wish somebody use was your brain. I wish he's somebody out was get out to you, get girl. me. She was right. <laughs> so in a stunning conclusion you know there's a huge struggle she's put him down a couple times stuck knitting needles in his we eyes are still in the first movie we, are, we gotta get this going this is a biography this is not a movie review <laughs> so these kids are running you know finally get away finally find Dr. Loomis and they're like he's like oh oh jackpot kids screaming that, that must be what's going on there wait he was like, oh, jackpot kids <laughs> Well, that's where, that's got to be where the Michael like Myers is. Well, he, he was like, Does you know, finally. So he finally comes to the rescue right before Michael decides to kill Lori. Shoots him six times, as I said before. Falls off a balcony and hits the ground. And he's just like, yup, I killed him. Big ups, I killed him. He's finally gone. It was the boogeyman, but he's not no more. And then, you know, shocking, he goes to look at him again, and he's gone. Just gone. So that's what that feels like. Exactly. So the manhunt continues, and it's just getting ridiculous at this point. Lori's taken to the hospital in the rush to emergency room. They, Dr. Loomis thinks he's... You know, they found Michael Myers again, and he's crossing the road, running away from them, holding a Halloween basket for some reason. 
gets hit by a cop who's speeding for some reason, crashes into a news van uh-huh, for some like, reason. Like, wait, 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 wait. So Michael Myers just ran some kids' candy? <laughs> yeah, apparently. Yo, Michael it's, Myers is bodying kids out there. He's like, he's give like, me that candy. <laughs> give me that candy. <laughs> I want some Charleston chews. No. It's like, I don't even like Charleston chews. <laughs> Can I just keep the Reese's Cups? So help me God for every Whopper I find in there. I'll take the Whoppers. <laughs> Dude, these, you don't want the candy gold. You know what? This Dude, almond joy is pretty good. four pixie sticks on the fucking black market. <laughs> I don't like Whoppers. They're too hard on my tongue. It turns out it wasn't Michael Myers. It was just some kid. It was a Sandhill Crane? Yes. It was a Sandhill Crane in a William Shatner mask. <laughs> <laughs> And truck driver uh, jumpsuit. Well, yeah, they use they use uh, mud from the from the bogs and William Shatner masks to disguise themselves and camouflage themselves against predators. This is the worst disguise ever, you stupid crane. Turns out it was Ben Tramer, the the guy that Lori had a crush on. I just think that's that's odd that Ben Tramer, who she thought was stalking her, you know, just like being a creep earlier. Turned out to be Michael Myers, but Ben Tramer was actually dressed up just like Michael. He randomly. just happened to spray paint a William Shatner mask. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, well, no, because in universe it wasn't. Uh, in universe, it, he just he just grabbed it. He just stole it from a from a uh, from a drugstore. But yeah, and they're trying to figure out where Michael Myers is now. I'm I'm, I'm white face William Shatner. I can rip off anything. <laughs> Uh, they're trying to fi- figure out where Michael Myers is, and this is exactly where the information that Lori is, you know, a sibling of of this killer would come in handy. Unfortunately, it's a little too late. Mike's already made his appearance to the hospital, started slaughtering some more people. You know, mind you, this is this is still the same night. This is all happening in real time, just like twenty four. <laughs> It's not just like 24, though. It, Halloween didn't take place over like an hour and a half. 24 hours. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh 24, I get 24 hours. I get you. Throughout 24 hours of programming. It was like two days, whatever. Loomis finally finds out that Myers is related to Lori, and, and they go only, to the hospital. Not only that, but also Siler. But like I said, too late. Uh, Michael Myers has made quick work of the short-staffed Haddonfield Memorial Hospital. A- apparently, Halloween's a slow night, so they only need one doctor, one paramedic, and four nurses. Oh, and one security guard. Oh, yeah. This is a hospital, he mind you. the whole staff. <laughs> the whole staff of eight in a hospital. Holy shit, they don't even have a janitor. <laughs> nah, he's on vacation. Thank God. That was like, he's like, I'm so glad I decided to go to the Bahamas this weekend. Mikey! <laughs> So, this all culminates in one giant showdown between Loomis and Myers in the hospital, and he's he's just he's he's killing people. And Loomis is no Michael is Barack Obama. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he finally get you know Michael's been blinded, still up and killing. Loomis finds a way to blow both of them up by lighting a match. With a bunch in a operating room with all the gas on, oh, kills the both of them, and saves Lori. What? Oh yeah, kills him and yeah, yeah kills both of them, saves Lori. 
and that's that's the end of that chapter, you know. And I don't even think at this point Lori even knows it's still knows it's her brother. Oh, okay. But now Lori can go and live in peaceful seclusion wherever fucked up trauma, you know. Uh, but at least he's dead. Mm, not really. It turns out he's not dead. I I could buy Michael Myers not being dead, but I don't buy Doctor Loomis not being dead. <sighs> Okay, you're scarred, but you were just in a major explosion. You know, like, how how did you survive? Right. Unreal. We get it that Michael Myers has some type of fucking not dying thing going on. Yeah, but this normal doctor apparently is just as troubling. Uh, maybe he's Siler's brother, too. Maybe. They all have powers. Where does it come and, from? And that's, that would make Myers and... Loomis related uh, the story kind of gets a little boring from there a whole s- bunch of different series of him going into a coma for 10 years waking up and you know turns out Lori had a daughter who was given up for adoption but at the same time she had a son who was the same age and she kept him okay that doesn't make sense to me why I give up the daughter but keep keep the boy because you know is it just because the boy is Josh Hartnett uh that's a possibility well either way she fakes her death has her son gives her daughter up for adoption says wait wait in that order she fakes her death (laughs) has her son gives her daughter up for adoption (laughs) I feel like she did that out of order well it's weird because she has a son son and a daughter she has a son and a daughter and she gives the daughter up for adoption as I've heard yeah, and she doesn't give the son up for adoption. Just fakes her death and raises the both of them under a different name. I just, I just find that she interesting to me. She raises the both of them. I thought you just said she gives her daughter up for adoption. well, herself and her son. That's what, that's why I meant by the both of them. She raises herself and yeah. Well, somebody has to. She just lost her childhood. She lost her teen years. All right. No. And- so while she's dead and Michael doesn't know, you know, he's got a nephew. He decides to chase after his niece. Uh, goes back to Haddonfield after her, and a, there's like some kind of bond between the two, and I feel like it has something to do with a curse. But that's interesting because there's no direct bond like that between Michael and his direct siblings. But his niece? No? Yeah? Eh, it's, it skips it. No, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's schizophrenia. <laughs> that's how it works. It, it skips a generation. It skips a generation, <laughs> not it's schizophrenia. <laughs> It only t- it only picks one from each generation, maybe. Or sometimes just recessive genes, and you know you know how curses with the stars are. You know how reliable yeah. curses yeah. are. He really does a number on her foster parents. Uh, so on his chase for Jamie, he kills a whole bunch of people. Finally, the townsfolk and what's left of the police force gang up and shoot him full of bullets until he falls down in the abandoned mine. Decides not to go check for the body. I hate when that happens. Decides not to go check for the body. Just like, okay, I hate he's when dead. That happens too. <laughs> he must be dead. There's no it way. Makes me, it makes me feel like, really, dude, you're not even come check for my body. Yeah. Like, there's... <laughs> that's how much What if I he was you? trapped down there? Good. <laughs> <laughs> guys, come on. This isn't funny anymore, guys. I wouldn't leave you down here. <laughs> I would promptly go down there with them and kill you. Jamie needs help. She becomes mute. Blah, blah, blah. Turns out 
she kills her mom, which is weird. People think they may see in Jamie what happened to Michael because she, for some reason, kills her mother, her foster mother, at least. Uh, gets put in a little kid's institution that's a little more minimal security, I guess. Oh, where have I seen this before? <laughs> yeah, right? It's just a pattern. Uh, but no, because they just kind of forget about that. All of it. Basically, she could just feel Michael, and it scares her. And she finds out you know, one year later that he's back and alive and coming back after her. Uh, more people dead. Jamie, not so much. The police decide to use Jamie to lure Michael at the old Myers home. And there is one moment that's a little touching that shows a little bit of humanity in Michael. She he saves the kitten? Unfortunately, no. He stepped on its head. He saves a zitten? He better save a zitten. Those things are endangered species. <laughs> no, he's about to kill Jamie... And she just looks at him and says, can I at least see your face? And he takes off the mask, and a tear rolls down his eye. And she's like, oh, no, we got a connection now. you know." So she goes up, and then he recoils in horror. horror. He recoils in horror. She gets saved by Dr. Loomis. They throw a net over him, blah, blah, blah. They trap him. I don't know how they do it, but they do it. And the mysterious... He gets brought back to the police station. And the mysterious man in black, who is the leader of the Cult of Thorn, bringing it back... Uh, lets him free, or sets him free and, you know, takes him back to do cult stuff, I guess. Uh, then it gets really weird because in some weird twist, this cult has now captured both Michael and Jamie. And as time passes, they kind of, they want to continue this demonic ritual. And they force Michael and Jamie to have sex with each other and give birth to a child. Michael Myers? Yeah. How the fuck do they force him to have sex with someone? Magical cult powers? I don't know. The Alamist. <laughs> oh, it's one of those <laughs> situations? Yeah. What the fuck? You can't just force Michael Myers to have sex with somebody? What the fuck? That's, that's what happens. You know, they, they get into his mind and tell him to have sex with his I niece. I swear, Michael Myers, I'll shoot you if you don't. Oh, jeez, I better Ooh. do it. I better do what this guy says. Apparently this guy can kill me. <laughs> he means business. I only go comatose for a few years. Don't Don't you get that? So, Jamie gives birth to a little baby. A freak baby, probably. Apparently a thing. Ben Jude. Yes, a Ben Jude, indeed. Or whatever means niece. Niece Jude. <laughs> By stroke of luck, Tommy Doyle is still around and freaked the fuck out and he finds this baby and now it's up to the cult of thorn and this man in black and michael myers to get the baby back to continue doing whatever the fuck they were going to do with him in the first place huge struggle more people die big shocking reveal i guess it turns out that this man in black and leader of the cult was one of the head doctors at smith's grove which now explains why, you know, all those files were mysteriously gone. Okay. I guess that makes sense, right? But, you know, Michael finally gets the upper hand, and he says, I'm not going to listen to your bullshit anymore because, you know, I'm just a killer, and killing's what I do. <laughs> I got to do it. Uh, I don't I don't know about you, but I just got to kill. So he kills all of them. Just like, I got to do me, man. Yeah. Hashtag do me. Hashtag slicing bitches up. 
in the struggle, he finally gets the upper hand on his doctor, and Loomis dies, unfortunately. Michael disappears again uh, for a number of years, finds out that his sister Lori didn't really die, but she just faked, like I said, faked her death, and goes after her in California now. She's now a headmaster. He's going, going, back, back to Cali, Cali. I was going to go with California. California. Here we can. No. Um, California. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was jamming into that nice little break. <laughs> I was like, the, I feel like that's like a Jimi Hendrix guitar rendition of the actual West Coast rap song. Go on. Yeah. So he's he's now going back after his sister. Notice that she's alive. Terrorizes the school, thinks she he's about to get the upper hand on her, but I guess for some reason decides to book it, but in the process, you know, says, I'm going to trick them into thinking they can kill me and I'm just going to leave. He crushes the larynx of... He crushes the larynx of a paramedic, puts his clothes on him, dick and then lets Lori believe, you know, that this paramedic is Michael and then she cuts his head off distraught over this news. She's now checks herself into a men- mental institution where guess what? Years later again, Michael comes back to visit and finally gets the upper hand on Lori, uh, sending her off the roof of the mental institution. She was like, I got you, Michael. And then he's like, Nope, bitch throws her off the roof. And for some reason just decides, you know what? I think it killed my whole family. I'm, I'm going to go back to Haddonfield and just check out my house. And for some reason, stupid reality show has a television series where they stay a night in the house, you know, real-life camera things or whatever. And this all gets broadcast on the Internet. And they chose a bad night to do that because Michael was there and kills off most of them <laughs> until his final untimely death. Where Buster Rhymes kicks the shit out of him. Michael Myers was finished off. Michael Myers was finished off by Buster Rhymes, and this is the saddest ending to a serial killer's story. If anyone can do it, it's Buster Rhymes. You know what? I would think that Ice T would have a better shot at doing it. Is there any rapper whose verses are harder to sing along with than Buster Rhymes? Mystical, but that's more so because. He's not even saying real things. You do a great Buster Rhymes impression. That's like his verses start to like a like a lawnmower revving up. Like and then it gets on this steady like. But for the second there, it's like then it steadies out and he's just. Yeah. Well, the last words. Michael Myers ever heard were <laughs> unfortunately no <laughs> they were much more lame than that they were trick or treat motherfucker but, I mean to be oh 
Trick or treat, Ben Jude. <laughs> Sad ending to a really dark time. He went on some spree. He killed over a hundred people. Man, so Busta Rhymes was the was the man that that put. Yeah, Michael not Myers only down. he destroyed Michael Myers. Nobody saw that coming. Ty, Tyra Banks got killed. That, that Busta would be the one to bring down the. International man of mystery. Especially when LL Cool J had a shot. Uh, he couldn't kill a shark, so. You know, there's a Nightmare on Elm Street book, a collection of short stories called The Nightmares on Elm Street, Freddy Krueger's Seven Sweetest Dreams. Wettest Dreams? Sweetest Dreams. <laughs> Swedish Dreams? May- maybe the... <laughs> <laughs> They're all about hot blondes. Well, in this book, a character actually looks through another book, a book within a book, called Beasts Who Walk as Men, A Case History of America's Vilest Serial Killers. And in that, he sees a page on Michael Myers. There you go. So it looks like Michael Myers they do is exist. also and in the same universe as Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, yes. the Marvel Zombies universe. Mortal Kombat universe. <laughs> Mortal Kombat, uh... Xena Warrior Princess, Hercules, Danger Girl, Reanimator, and on and on and on and on, etc. 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 I feel like the only one that's missing is Ghostbusters. If you want to live in our same universe, meet up with us on the Facebook, you know, the good book itself, uh, facebook.com slash Fairpoint Podcast. Of course, you could always just type Fairpoint Podcast into the, into search, the search bar. You could always just – I'm sure your friends are already fans, so I'm sure you're seeing these little links popping up. Yeah. I you mean, know, I mean, it's, 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 it's huge. I mean, I don't know anyone over the world who doesn't know somebody that listens to Fairpoint Podcast. At so. this point, uh, it could be anyone. It's, mean, we, we've, you. we've hit I know for a fact that status. you listen to Fairpoint Podcast. And I know for I a fact that, that you confidence. do. No, not you, Craig, but the person listening. I can say that with confidence. I was talking to the person next to that person. You can't say that with confidence, though. I can say with confidence. Yeah, no, because they're sharing earbuds. But you don't. You can't say that with confidence. <laughs> and confidence is everything. Listen, man. somebody confidence is. Confidence is. I'm very confident in that. Uh, please follow us on Twitter at Fairpoint Pod. We'll let you know what's going on and what's coming out. And. Oh, yeah. It's 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 just like the Facebook page, just without pictures. Basically. Only oh, no, cheaper. You can no, pictures, you can you? add pictures. This is how much attention I pay. I tell you time. what, you can add pictures, but then it brings you down to about seventy characters left to tweet. So you got to make it tight, okay? Give me some good hashtags so I'm not wasting up t- characters. Tweet icters. Oh, because do you have to like actually type like no brackets www like the address? No, that? but you. Uh, copy the photo and put it in there, and that'll automatically put the brackets in it. Well, yeah, that's what I. That's, that's well, what I, I mean, I'm not though, writing like, the brackets though. I'm not writing. No, but I'm saying those take up character space. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And uh, send us an old-fashioned email, fairpointpodcast at yahoo dot com. How come every time I say that, I always add an extra at? I've noticed. Yeah, you can do it. Smoothly. <laughs> hey, what can I say, Craig? I guess you're just an at at walker. A little Star Wars reference for you. Star Wars humor. 
last but most importantly, subscribe on iTunes, uh, rate us, and leave a comment. Yeah. A review, um, anything. It really, it's it's a huge help. Every, uh, uh, every that's rating what, counts, every like counts, every I feel like counts. that's what's the most important thing there. So, I mean, we can get as many likes on Facebook as we want. We could crush any other podcast in Facebook likes if, if we want. And look... Let's not beat around the bush. Sure, we want you to review and rate us because that helps us to to get pushed up. But but there's more to it than that. We, we really do want to hear what you think and what you want out of this. What? Well, yeah, it could help shape our podcast to be the best one yeah, on the internet. What, what about our podcast drew you to us? What is it about Fairpoint that made you start listening to it? Is it is it because we told you to check it out because you're our, our acquaintance or friend? Right. Or is it because you were searching for Freddy Krueger and you and you found our episode? Or is it because you're a fan of Blurry Photos and that brought you over here? We we want to know and we want to know what it is that, that makes you keep coming back or would make you keep coming back. Because that's the only way we're going to get you to keep coming, coming back. back. Yeah. Well, I mean, well you're, you're said. You're not Michael Myers. You're not just going to we're not just going to rely on the fact that you're just going to come back no matter what happens. From SecretRoomMultimedia.com, I am Craig the Shape Lewis. And I am Nathan the Boogeyman Capacer. Boogieing down all night. You are not. There's there's a noise ordinance. You're right. There, there is a, there, I, there's I a noise ordinance in this town. I, I do have to work tomorrow. I have to work tomorrow. What, somebody's got to get some sleep around here, so Tadaro. we're just going to shut it down. Ooh, it is Tadaro, isn't it? We, we gone late. I'm going to bed, so good night. Good night, guys.